0: There's a ton of stuff to do, but part of that is self-discovery, and that can be triggering for some people because mm-hmm. it's like I've been n- neglecting myself because there's so many things about myself that I didn't like or that were annoying that I were trying to I was trying to avoid by you know um, using drugs and alcohol and so now it's this question and conversation about like well who am I and how can I learn to love and accept those pieces of me that maybe I didn't want to get to know and what within there holds something that I'd be willing to look into to bring me joy. Like, what does joy mean to me? Mm-hmm. Like, now there's this huge dialogue with ourselves that, it, that is opened up, but it doesn't have to be intimidating. I think if we lead with curiosity and patience and understanding, we can get to know ourselves unlike we've ever known ourselves before. Stories are powerful, powerful. Welcome to the Rise, Recover, Live podcast brought to you by The Phoenix. This is a space where people impacted by substance use can come to share their story of strength and resilience, get open and honest, and inspire hope and build community through shared experience.
1: We'll be talking to people in our community on their own recovery journey and shine a light on the topic of recovery in all its forms. Maybe you'll hear some of your story in theirs.
0: Let's show the world that together we rise, recover, and live what's up everybody and welcome to another snack size episode bonus episode of the rise Recover, live podcast we are your host Bryce the third he him pronouns Liz
1: McKean, she her pronouns
0: yes 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 and today's little uh snacky snack we wanted to talk about was in essence finding your hobbies mm-hmm. finding things that you're interested in uh, I put I put the alcohol down I put the drugs down. Now what? (laughs) You know, a lot of times what I hear when people enter into recovery or take that leap into living a alcohol free life or just start living intentionally, is like, "Yo, I'm bored. Like, what is there to do? Like, you know, uh, which rightfully so. We're coming from a life where uh, there was a, a lot of other things to feel." that that void of being busy and having experience. And so now that we're intentional about experience, how do we discover, experiment with what it is that we find interesting?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like there's almost some like shame that comes with getting into recovery and then being like, oh crap, I don't know who I am or what I enjoy um, where I belong in this world, because it really does take an enormous amount of energy, you know, mentally and otherwise to have your world revolve around a substance. And are you going to, when are you going to have it next and all those things. So suddenly have that opened up is amazing and also daunting because like, It's you don't always know really who you are and what you want. When I'm teaching yoga, there are there's always at least one time during a class that I give, uh, basically just this instruction to find organic movement. Like maybe you are in like a tabletop or in a seat position, and it's like just like how does your body want to move right now? And I can see and know and and also have experienced like that moment of panic where somebody maybe it's their very first yoga class and they're like I don't know like you're supposed to be the teacher like tell me what to do like tell me how to move and what i always tell them is first of all like it's okay if you're having that panic feeling because because you haven't done this before maybe you've never sat in this position before. So of course, you're not sure where your body wants to go. So just go somewhere. Just move around. Just like, you know, scooch side Mm. to side. Like, take some neck, you know, move your neck side to side. Like, find... And then follow what feels right. You know, follow what feels like, oh, that actually, I need that stretch. Maybe I'll pause here for a couple moments. And then next time, maybe you start with that. You know, you got to give yourself time to figure out what that organic movement even looks like. And I feel like, like that's really similar to... Hobbies or interests or communities, even that you might want to be part of in recovery. Where if you've never done it before, if you've never tried any of these things, of course you're not going to know. And honestly, it might even seem, it might even immediately feel like that's a no because I haven't done it before and I might not be good at it and it's scary. So that's like a no coming from my body. But it's worth trying a few things. I think see see what does feel cool. See what does you know what is a good time and. You know, we have the Phoenix community, which is great for that, where we've got a lot of different types of activities that you can try out, and everything's free. There's no, you know, commitment or you're not paying anything, and that can allow you to maybe start feeling out what types of activities you like, what types of people you want to be around on your own, finding out like what books you want to read. I think it all starts with that courageous first step of trying something, because you might just not know.
0: Well, like first and foremost. Uh, I think we're getting we're getting like really close to crowning you Liz the queen of metaphors I think like <laughs> I think you I think you're really getting there I do love a
1: metaphor
0: and, and also secondly like I I dare you to encourage me to do what feels natural to me in a yoga class so I'm gonna start pop blocking and start like uh, shaking around and doing the chicken dance and ain't nothing you gonna be able to do about it
1: um, I would applaud you
0: thirdly <laughs> I think for me, like a big reason, I don't know if it was a motivation. It might have been though, like in my active addiction that kind of kept that thing going was that I assumed that everybody else, like just inherently knew mm. what they wanted to do in life and had direction. And I just felt like I didn't, it, it, you know? So imagine my surprise and how overwhelmed I was when you know, the, the drugs and alcohol stopped. And then I had like this, this question, like, who am I even? Um, and so that was big and, you know, how do you eat an elephant? (laughs) Well, one, you don't, but if you did, you do it one bite at a time. Right. So I just started like digging into what it is I was interested in. Mm -hmm. Um, I started listening to audio books. I started started finding communities where people were doing things that I've never done before. Like I would even, at that point, I was working a, a job that was a job. And I was I was absolutely grateful for that job uh, because it allowed for me to feed my family and it allowed for me to go to rehab and come back and still have a job. And when I got back, I was like, what have I been doing with my life? So... I couldn't immediately like just drop everything that would be irresponsible and I wouldn't have a paycheck and we would be eating bread and porridge. So I didn't do that. But what I did do was like I said, like I got an audible subscription, um, started listening to audio books, podcasts, and getting around people who were doing things that were other than the things that I was doing. I would even take a different route to work. There were like, I worked in a factory and like in that factory, like, you got your little area, but it's a big factory, but like people will go to the same area like for twenty five years and sit in the same break room and eat the same lunch for like twenty five years straight and so like I would start. Like going to other bathrooms and like other departments and it would be like an adventure for me. And I would see people I'd never seen the urinals would be a little different. Like, oh, (laughs) y'all doing it different over here. You know, so like igniting that excitement and that curiosity, even with what it is that I had in front of me, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and, and taking advantage of those resources, utilizing the resources at my fingertips, and I think that's a good way to get into stuff. If you you know, uh, if you like imagery and, and want to like start taking photos, use your camera on your phone. You know, I know uh, Liz's husband. It's, it's, I think it's some pictures hanging up in there that Billy took his iPhone, you mm-hmm. know? And, and so there's just a lot of stuff to do. There's a ton of stuff to do, but part of that is self-discovery. And that can be triggering for some people. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, I've been n- neglecting myself because there's so many things about myself that I didn't like, or that were annoying that I were trying to, I was trying to avoid by, you know, um, using drugs and alcohol. And so now it's this, question and conversation about like, well, who am I? And how can I learn to love and accept those pieces of me that maybe I didn't want to get to know? And what within there holds something that I'd be willing to look into to bring me joy? Like, what does joy mean to me? Mm -hmm. Right. Now there's this huge dialogue with ourselves that it, that is opened up, but it doesn't have to be intimidating. I think if we lead with curiosity and patience and understanding, we can get to know ourselves unlike we've ever known ourselves before.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's going to be, you know, potentially things that you try and they're like, I'm not going to do that again. You know, it's OK to change your mind. Um, what's
0: what's one of those things for you?
1: Um, let's see. Oh, uh Cycling. So, the yoga studio that I go to is yoga and cycling. And the people that do the cycling just love it and just have the kind of experience in there that I talk about having on the yoga mat. And so I was like, well, I got to give this a try. And I tried it and I was like, it's, I just, this is not fun for me. And that might, you know, maybe someday I'll try it again. But I beat myself up for that for a little while because I was like, this is something I should do. Like, I have, you know, membership to this place. Like, I um, see what it does for people. And I'm like, I don't like that. And it's okay to not like it. I do a lot of other things. How about you? Mm. Uh,
0: I don't know. I was I was thinking about my answer when I asked you the question because <laughs> I you were going to ask me. I don't think I've tried anything that was like an absolute like never again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, there has been some things that I've gravitated to more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think like I don't know, like exercise just for the sake of exercise is not super like I'm not that thing that everybody talks about where it's like yes I just I, I love it and I need it and I haven't tapped into that energy yet yeah. but like I was showing Liz before we recorded today we have a, a ninja gym class here in Detroit and um, like you hop on these obstacles I actually messed my hand up but like you know I got new calluses now so it's like war wounds <laughs> but like I, I feel a little sore today like I worked out and it didn't feel like I was working out because I was having so much fun. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I need the medicine to be in the candy for me when it comes to, like, exercise. And I I know that about myself now, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, yeah, the experimentation has led me to discover... The benefits of different ways of creativity, different ways of physical movement, um different ways to tap into different communities uh, it's it's all about that curiosity though
1: yeah yeah and and also allowing it to be a pursuit of of joy of delight of doing something just for those reasons um I, I feel like we have a lot of it's just a lot of messaging that I that I see anyways about and anything you're doing having having a purpose and having to be part of maybe your every single day or part of your identity or something like that and I think in, in that that curiosity phase of, of life and of recovery maybe, setting that down. Like that's something that's really challenging for me. So I say that as a person who needs to hear it too, that, you know, it's okay to do something just for the joy of it. It's okay to do something that maybe I'm not going to be very good at, but it's going to be really fun. I'm going to laugh the whole time and have it not have to be something I do every day. Have it not have to be something that I, you know, turn into a job or something like that. Maybe, maybe there's things that can just make life a little bit sweeter.
0: No, Liz, I disagree. You gotta dedicate yourself to finding your passion and then putting it on Pinterest, and then from there you'll turn it into a seven-figure a year business. And then before you know it, you'll be a quadrillionaire. Yeah, no, I, I definitely understand. I, I used to drill down. I used to drill down on passion for real. Like I used to be really about passion. And mm-hmm. I, I understand the contribution of passion to to the things that I'm creating, but I'm learning. I'm learning how to introduce passion a little bit more now, but I think it's just the process of like recovery. You know, like at first I was super heavy on passion. Like, you know, all the content I was creating was like, "Yeah, find what you're passionate about. Find what you're passionate about." But it was always inevitably somebody that I I came across that was like, "I don't know what I'm passionate about," mm-hmm. and I actually feel uh, this disincluded from the message because like you assume that like I'm super passionate about something mm-hmm. and. I'm just not, you know, and, and that's okay too. (laughs) Uh, And and then I learned how important like this passion was. Cause like, if you're just ramped up and passionate all the time, like you might miss those moments of like, yeah, I might be passionate, but let me just like chip away at this thing that I'm not necessarily excited about to create the life that I intend. I'm not passionate about, you know, saving money. Uh, I'm passionate about living a life, where I can have freedom and um, financial security, but I'm not passionate about like taking a chunk of my paycheck and putting it in a bank account. Like there's no passion.
1: I'm not latest, But
0: but I do it. I do it. And so like not everything is going to be driven by passion, but I think curiosity probably is like what holds continuity for me. Where It's like, how can I be curious about these things in such a way that lends me to take action because that's another thing too and then we want to keep this episode short but that's another thing too. Nobody is telling you to do anything. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody is pushing you like you need to do this because this is what's best for you. And so like that, that almost like life goes from off on rails to off rails. Now we have autonomy over our lives. Now we have a say in, in what our lives look like. And so, now, if we don't have something that we can use as catharsis or something that we can dig into, we can't point the finger at somebody else and, and, and say like, I don't have something to like, I don't have anything. You know, you do, but I don't. Right? We can't, like, we ultimately are the, the captain of our ship. And so how can we show up, be curious around that process to see like, well, what is it that I'm interested
1: in? hmm Yep. Yeah. And with everything just being being patient with the process ha- having having that constant grace for yourself and knowing that there might be days that your passion or your interest or your delight or your thing that you're going to do is lay on the couch and watch reruns of Friends because there have been mm-hmm. many a day that that is what is going to be the thing I do and, and that's a great thing to do take care of yourself
0: well that's a way that's a good way to get up out of here and with, and with that said I'll be there for you
1: oh what a guy <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh yeah, come tell us, come hop in the community group uh in the Phoenix app, the Rise Recover Live Podcast community group, and tell us what are some things that you and recovery have discovered that interest you. Mm-hmm. Like what are some of your hobbies? What are some of the things that you found maybe that you didn't even think that you would like, or just some of those things that you've learned to lean into, or if you struggle with it. What are some of the things that you struggle with with finding things that, you know, you, you can consider a hobby or, or, you know, get your hands busy and, and learn more about yourself with? Mm-hmm. Come hop in the Phoenix app and in the community group. That's the Rise Recovery Day Podcast community group in the Phoenix app and talk to us.
1: Yeah, let us know what you think. And as always, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode, whether it's full size or snack size. Um, we're so grateful that you're here and we will catch you next time.
0: See ya. So now you're excited. Bryce, Liz, how do I get involved with the Phoenix? Well, my friend, it is super simple. We actually have an app. Head over to the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store, or look in the show notes of this podcast, wherever you're listening to or watching this podcast, and go download the Phoenix app.
1: The Phoenix app makes it so easy to find classes that are near you or to access our virtual class schedule where you can hop on from the comfort of your home. You can also join our groups and have a conversation with someone from the Phoenix community from anywhere in the world. Please make sure that you join the podcast group where you can connect with Bryce and I and other listeners. Everything that you need is in the show notes. You can also head to our website at www.thephoenix.org. And maybe while you're there, you click the volunteer tab and get even more involved.